Welcome to Sonographers in the Cities, where we connect through sound with your host, Lynn and Giselle. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the very last episode of the year of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. I had to add of the year because this is not our last episode. <laughs> yeah, not our last Discl- episode. Disclaimer. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. If you've been listening to us or, or watching um, since the beginning, thank you. And if you are new to our podcast, thank you so much for your uh, support. We greatly appreciate it. This episode, we're just going to answer some questions questions that we have received earlier this week to to end the year and to celebrate happy new year and to wrap up 2022 oh my gosh can't believe it's the end of the year so much has happened holiday season came and went it's so funny because every time we talk I feel like time is moving fast but like we talk every week, you know, so yes. it's crazy. And I hope you guys that are listening are also enjoying life. And while you're trying to become a sonographer or while you're going to school or trying to do whatever you are doing in life. But yeah, we're just growing together and I'm excited for next year. So many things are on the horizon. Do you have any yes. New Year's resolutions? I stopped doing resolutions because <laughs> I don't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. I ha- I like to say that I have goals for the goals. for the new year. The new year, like I ha- I would like to get it done by the end of next year. So sure. I give myself a year to get it done. Like yeah. um, maybe uh, my my um most recent goal is to get back to working out. Funny thing. I wanted to do that today, but that didn't happen because I was too <laughs> tired after uh, Thanksgiving. I'm mm-hmm. not Thanksgiving, Christmas. So my goal for next year is to um, work out just to be healthier mm-hmm. and, um, you know, get more settled in my work. Yeah. What about you? It's good. Any well, resolutions? Resolutions slash goals would be to obviously go to the gym too. I my gym life has like declined since the last year, since after the MBA, and like doing all the things, and then from one event to another event to family events to other things. So hoping that 2023 I get back onto that horse. Cause like 2022 and 2021, the year of like doing the master's degree and you know, traveling and all the things I, and the health stuff. That was like the main thing. Cause I was trying to make sure I didn't like burst my heart or something, you know, cause I didn't know what was going on in my heart. Mm-hmm. And so taking medications and all that stuff, I decided to like not, but now that I know I'm able to work out and after all the things um, that I basically was diagnosed with, or like was told I have a tiny, tiny hole in my heart. Um, he said it was fine to exercise. It's just when I push myself too hard, like I, sometimes I would get like a little bit like tired or dizzy. And so I want to just gradually start from the bottom again and go. It's like a new 
I don't know, try to figure out how to work out again, you know? So we can do that together virtually. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. You can yeah. keep me accountable. Yeah, we'll be like, hey, are you working out? Or hey, let's go Let's go to the gym right now. What are you, you going to gym at? Are you going to go to the gym or work out at home? Or I work out at home. So we should we should do like, did you work out today? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Keep us mm-hmm. accountable. Yes. Um, so yeah, that. But I know there's also a lot of things in the future uh, that are coming up. And uh, obviously you guys know that I, my life is on display for everybody on social media and on YouTube. And um, a lot of personal things have happened recently and i know that next year will probably be a big year for in the sense of things of family and love and growing up and you guys know that i've been trying to save up money to move out eventually so let's just hope that one of these days i'll be out of here but i don't know who knows how long that'll take (laughs) but one of those days i will maybe get a new place to be in a new office Mm. with a new office background or i don't know that'll give me much more motivation to continue youtube videos as well and uh, because i've just been busy with personal life so i'm hoping that 2023 brings new videos and a new sense of growth and independence yeah so that's that's what's in store for 2023. And we'll talk more about it later. <laughs> so if those of you who are listening or watching, if you have any resolutions, goals for 2023, uh, please comment down below or share your goals so that, you know, we're all in this together. Yeah. You know? And just know you can do it. We're yeah. all trying to get through these goals. I'm sure for many of you getting through school, getting in a program, trying to even figure out if you want to do ultrasound. I mean, do we want to get into ultrasound or stay into ultrasound or, you know, do we want to move to a different career? So many things to think about, but hopefully you guys can let us know and talk to us about it. Join the discord and tell us all about it. Message Lynn or I, we're here for you guys. Yes. yeah so we can start with a few we have a few questions we can start with one if you want to start with one yes let's do it and now you are a sonographer so you're not a student anymore and that's pretty cool so you can kind of answer these questions differently now yes you've got some experience under your belt yes so i'll start wait wait hold hold on before we start i had a really weird dream last night actually that i was still in school what and i wasn't my final wasn't submitting and that i'm stuck in school forever (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh were you stressed out i was in my dream (laughs) i was like i want to work goodness that's a it's like one of those deja vu dreams right that's just like over and over Mm mm-hmm i was like no i'm working now why am i in school you're like wait a minute this wake me up maybe it's ptsd maybe because now you're not studying anymore oh yeah oh that was another thing hopefully i can take a registry next year i don't know though Ooh, in what uh obgyn because i need Uh, i need 15 cmes so i was like okay either i do cmes or i take a test registry yeah Mm. so i don't know guys maybe i'm just really y'all know i'm bad at ob so 
<laughs> okay, ready for another question? Yes. You're answering first. Are you okay. ready? I am ready. Okay. What is the most exciting aspect of this job in the day to day? Because now you're working. No shows. Just kidding. <laughs> no, um, tru- truthfully. Truthfully, when patients no shows. No, that's just like a, a fun. Uh, that's just a perk. Yes, perk. Um, the most exciting day to day is, I would say, every day I come in and I don't know what to expect with the patients for today. It's either going to be a really bad day. It's either going to be a really good day, and I don't know what studies I'm going to do. Mm. Um, I do have my preferences of what I like and don't like, but I never know what day what today is going to bring if I'm going to do all carotids, all insufficiencies, or all PVR, or uh, one of each, you know, it's, it's the, it's that like excitement Mm -hmm. and trying to, you know, see what today is. Cause that's Mm -hmm. the first thing I do when I clock in, I I look to see how many patients there are and what the studies um, or most of the studies is for the day. Yeah. The schedule. Um. Well, first of all, is yours like a schedule? You can see the schedule like a certain time and you know what time they're coming in and all that. Yeah. Yes. That's cool. So it's like ultrasound, roulette, which is what I always call it. Cause you never know what kind of exam. Yes. Um, I mean, it's very similar to that, you know, exciting that you don't know what exam you're going to do. It's kind of like thrilling to not know what you're going to do. And like for some people, you know, if you're doing, let's say OBGYN all day, then their most exciting aspects are going to be a little bit different because they're they're scanning babies and maybe they're like, they mm-hmm. just love doing a certain thing. But I, I actually really like um, talking to my patients, which I've mentioned before. So the most exciting aspect is when I get to meet a patient that talks a lot, kind of, and like is open to share because I like talking too. Uh, not a lot of patients talk a lot and like sometimes you don't want them to talk right like you're doing carotid mm-hmm. yes. i don't want you to talk sir ma'am um mm-hmm. but if i'm doing like an abdomen or a kidney or legs and the patient wants to talk oh i love talking to them like that's exciting a few of my patients are from uh, lake havasu and i and recently i talked to them a lot um because i did like tcds mm-hmm. on them every day and like you have you get to know these patients every single day mm-hmm. and um i they told me about lake Havasu when my sister came into town you know they're trying to figure out where to go in arizona and i said hey i have patients who are from lake Havasu," and they ended up going and visiting oh. and staying the night in lake Havasu. and it's beautiful out there they showed pictures i've never been out there but um just learning all that from patients like they were showing me pictures um, or i love to talk about my dogs to them and it's just it's just nice to have that interaction with your patients because I know if I was a patient, I would love that and I would remember that. I would remember if the sonographer was talking to me or the nurse, like if I had a conversation with them, you know, because that's something you go back to your family and you're like, the sonographer was so nice, you know, and you remember those little things. So that's what that's, I like. That's so interesting because <laughs> the dynamic of like, in Las Vegas, at least, is very different from New York because here we're just, you know, in and out. Yeah. Um, I, we're discouraged, discouraged to talk, talk to our patients 
just you know because so that we can uh, skip, finish the studies faster and go to, on to the next patient mm -hmm. and also these patients they don't really want to talk to you they just want to <laughs> go in and get out you know yeah. they're like why are you talking to me oh so the dynamics from what you said is like oh right. this is so interesting <laughs> yeah and it's also to the reason why these pe people are in the hospital or why they're coming for your exam right because you're mm -hmm. probably getting patients status post-surgery mm -hmm. um, or trying to you know pre-surgery you know trying to map yeah. the vessels like you're really concentrating like I am more experienced I've been doing this for such a long time I can you know concentrate and speak yeah. to my patients at the same time um and people ask me too like how people do that well you learn over time mm -hmm. and it depends on your department where you're at and many of these patients I scan are inpatients the ones that I talk to are obviously not in pain obviously not <laughs> um you know vomiting or something yeah and uh these patients that I really do enjoy talking to are patients who are in the hospital who are like you know oh sure like you can do my kidney ultrasound or like, yeah, you can do my leg ultrasound or like trying to rule out DVT or, you know, kidney scan. Like you can, once you get very comfortable as a sonographer in those situations to scan and talk, um, that really shines. It's kind of like the patient care aspect mm -hmm. of it when you know you want these patients to feel good good in the hospital because I know my patients have been in the hospital after waiting in the ER for like 15 hours or elder patients who are in their 70s or 80s who don't talk to anyone because we have mm -hmm. a rehab there yeah. so some of these patients they just love talking and half the time I'm like I'm so sorry I have to go to my next patient you know you know you want to like talk to them or yeah. you know you want to make sure they're feeling good you know um, and I'm just a talkative person in general. So like for me, it's good for me, but like other texts won't say that. Like, they'll just be like, yeah, I just like to go in and out of the room, you know? So it's every person is different, but um, it is funny how the dynamic is different. And yeah. many sonographers will tell you, yeah, I don't talk to my patient. I just like go in and out. <laughs> so, I would prefer to talk to my patients too. Like yeah. we get, it's very, very, very rare we get patients who like to talk to you or mm -hmm. um, like to converse. A lot of them, um, I, I guess it's like the East Coast, New Yorker oh. type. It's just, you know. The fast-paced life. Yeah, which is in their bubble. And You're stuff. walking down and, the street, you guys don't talk to each other, right? You know, I mean, one time I I had a patient that I was like talking to and, and at the end of the exam, it's like, oh, thank you so much. You've been fun. I'm like. Oh, I've been fun. Because <laughs> I, I was basically explaining to him what I'm doing because he was literally looking at me at every single mm -hmm. step. And then I, I told that to one of these senior sonographers. I was like, oh, my patient just says I've been fun. And he's like, yeah, that try next time, try not to talk to them so much. <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh, okay. You know, that person <laughs> will remember that you were a good yeah. sonographer and... That like, was yeah. fun. <laughs> My ultrasound technologist, she was fun. Like, you know, we talked. That was mm -hmm. cool, you know. Um, yeah. But I think I also get it, too, from a lot of the times I scan kiddos, right? So I scan mm -hmm. babies. So you're not talking to the babies. You're talking to the parent. Mm -hmm. You're trying to calm the parent down or put them at ease. 
uh, talk to the family in the room. You put them at ease because it's a little bit different too. If there's like a person in the room Mm -hmm. um, and you have to kind of gauge how the room is. If a patient doesn't talk to me, that's fine. Like I won't talk. It's just awkward silence. (laughs) Patient talks to me and there you can tell they're a talking person, which here in Vegas, I think maybe the West coast people talk a lot to each other. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's much easier, right. To have conversation Mm. with them. So, I mean, we'll see what happens when you start to work at other places and see how that goes, even outpatient facilities, you know, they, they talk when I worked at outpatient, my patients would talk a lot or just because they were nervous, Mm -hmm. um, obviously. And they're, and, you know, they ask, they want to ask all these questions about the exam, right. Mm -hmm. Well, you kind of have to distract them from that. So they don't ask about the exam. So they're like, oh my gosh, what is that, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want them to be focused on that. You want to focus like gear, like, so, you know, do you have a good holiday? Like things <laughs> like that kind of gear their brain from the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, every, it's just funny how like every, everybody's different and yeah, every place is different, but it is exciting. Like the job on the day to day, everyone has their different, you know, thing. Like some people, I I feel like just really like to either be scanning, like when they see the baby, like they'd be like, oh, so exciting to see the baby's heartbeat, right? Like, which is always a blessing and always amazing to see. Um, (laughs) But there's, you know, there's so many other exciting things to ultrasound than just babies. Yes. And people don't know that. What are you doing to prevent injury in a high injury field? We are in a high injury field. Yes. I like to say that. <laughs> That's a good question. Because we are in a high injury yes. field. 90, what? 90, what's the, it's like over 90% of people over 90%. are scanning yes. in, in pain. And that makes 100% sense to my brain. Do you want to explain why? To people like why? why? People who don't know like why we have high injury. Like, do you want to explain? why do we have high injuries well it's all boils down to ergonomics right um and also how can i word this we're also trying to like raise awareness about it because a lot of sonographers are um getting work-related um injuries which shouldn't happen if they're employers were able to provide right equipments, um, sufficient uh, support for their staff to scan properly. Like, uh, was it mobile beds and all that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think about the, like, the chairs, the desks. Yes. So, and as sonographers, we have to be aware of our body positioning as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's good that we're getting questions like this. That means that people are aware of mm-hmm. ergonomics in this profession. And um, it's good that we are able to talk about this on this podcast as well, because it is a big, big, um, I would say, topic and issue. Um, if it doesn't happen to you now, eventually it will if you don't pay attention to it. Um, I well, I'm new. I just started, and since I've been in school, I try to pay attention to my ergonomics. Sometimes I I sh- 
should pay attention to more than I shouldn't. Wait, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> sometimes I get so stressed, like, oh, I just want to be able to scan um, good images, diagnostic images that I without thinking, for. without thinking, yeah. and I was like, I bent over backwards, and my body aches because of it. But you, you need know? to think about your body. But I need to think. So I'm becoming like I'm practicing to become more aware of it, like mm -hmm. adjust the the beds. Um, adjust the patients, adjust the machine, standing, scan standing or scan sitting down. Like I'm slowly learning my preference for each so that I don't um, hurt myself. Mm -hmm. So that's, that. yeah. what about you? That's good. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously working out was part of it. Stretching. Mm -hmm. Stretching oh, yes. is part of it. That's um, a big one. But Truly, it is just listening to your body because and unless you hurt yourself during this field or during scanning, you don't really think about it. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times you will hurt yourself. I mean, from the moment you go into school and you start scanning in clinicals, you pretty much are hurting your wrist because your body's mm -hmm. not used to that. Your body's not used to holding a probe. Um, and we will tend to hold the probe wrong in the beginning, right? So we're going to hurt ourselves already when you first start. Um, but it is really the repetition of it, right? The re repetitive movements, what we've learned with Joanna um, from Ultrasave Ultrasounds um, on my other videos, if you guys have seen that, it's all about repetitive motion and what we're doing with our arms and our shoulders. So you really do have to just be aware, like if you have to go around the other bed for a patient with a large body habitus, like you do it. If you have to try to scan with your left arm, you do it. Um, if you have to try to scan with the machine backwards, you do it. You do whatever is best that you can for you because you have to remember if you hurt yourself, that's it. Like, mm -hmm. Then you have to take care of what, what the problem is and then hope that you can get enough rehab and rehabilitation to get back into work. I remember when I um, pushed too hard on a larger patient because you know it was a larger patient uh -huh. and uh you do have to put pressure and a lot of people that time I was not really thinking but like I really wanted the picture it was like important to get this picture it was a uh -huh. fetus and we needed to make sure like all the things right so I didn't realize how hard I was pushing and I remember this moment and after the scan I was like oh my gosh why did I do that like my wrist was in so much pain, so much pain that like that was the worst pain I've ever had in my career. And like I had to wrap my hand. I didn't know if I should put hot or cold. Like I didn't know what to do. I thought my wrist was going to break. And uh, luckily I had a vacation after that. So I got to give my wrist a break. But if I kept on scanning after that, I probably would have ruined my scanning yeah. hand and then not be able to scan Mm -hmm. I would have to do surgery, all the things, you know, and that's scary. So now prevention is really important. And I always think about what I'm doing and I'm like, I'm not pushing hard anymore. Like that moment was scary for me. So unless you have some kind of moment like that, a lot of times people don't realize it. Mm -hmm. um, so half the time we end up realizing when we're already in pain mm -hmm. and, and then you've start to prevent it right because I remember yeah. too in the beginning maybe the first year and a half or two I was having really bad hip pain back pain um 
and shoulder pain. I don't have that as much as I used to before, but because I adjusted how I stood, how I sat, and I listened to my body, and now I don't have that back pain or hip pain, but it was really bad before. Like when I'd go to chiropractors or um, to get a massage, they'd have to like stretch my back in certain ways or like push really hard Mm -hmm. because it's hard to figure out, okay, is it muscle? Is it tendon? Is it Uh nerve? And we don't want to damage ourselves, especially you starting. You want to do this career for a while, right? Mm -hmm. So prevention is important. So for anyone. Yes, it is. This is a great question. And always listen to your body. Yeah, I I think I hurt my back once because the patient was twice the size as I am. And I had to like reach over no matter how much I adjusted the bed and the machine. It's just like, you know. I just did what I had to do to get the image. And then yeah. my back, my back was like, I feel like I pulled a muscle or something and my back hurts until the next day. And I was like, okay, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> and now I just, you know, try to be mindful of where I'm bending and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so also, any other way. getting massages. I'm going to yes. get a massage soon. We are to our massage that I haven't gotten a massage in months. Because I've just been so busy. Mm-hmm. We're getting a massage this week. And I'm so excited. Oh, me too. Massages Us are great. Too. Yes. yes. Massages it's are a great. good investment. Yep. We're going into the couple's room and getting those massages. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Because, you know, it's important to take care of yourself. If you yes. want to give to others and help others and do your job right, you should be able to take care of yourself first. Put yourself first. Exactly. Good question. Next and last question. Yes. <laughs> what study technique or te- techniques did you find most successful for studying? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you remember what Actually, studying is? I was I was asked this question today. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my senior sonographers, he was like, "How did you study? You seem like a very studious student." I was like, "This is random." You are very studious. What I've seen and what I know of you. (laughs) So they weren't wrong. It's it's because I really, really like what I'm learning. So I put effort into it. Right. So that's That's, it. Yeah. It's because effort and interest is for me is what keeps me going. Mm -hmm. Um, And mentality. I think mentality, having the right mentality is the most important in studying, in learning, in doing basically anything. Mm. Um, like for for studying specifically, I highly, highly recommend, I've said this before in other episodes, um, and to anyone who asked me what I did to be successful with my program, is to study for long-term to retain the information. And don't just study just to pass the next exam, next test, next quiz. Don't pay too much attention to the grades. Just study um, to retain the information, to understand the concept, to um, understand it fully. Because if you're repeatedly asked questions in different ways and that mean, and you can answer it correctly, that means you know the information in and out. Mm-hmm. So um, then you won't have the... Uh, stress, exact, 
the uh, test anxiety or the studying anxiety that you need to cram, that you need to study for 10 hours, that you need to study the whole day before the exam. Mm -hmm. Because once you understand that concept, you know your stuff and bring that confidence to taking your test, taking the registry, to studying. And you wouldn't, you would be putting enough effort to, to get that credentials, to get to pass that test. And I think, I think that's, yeah, that's my study, best studying techniques for you. Yeah, that's really good. I like that. And I wish I knew that when I was in school. <laughs> I, I wish I knew that when I was an undergrad as well. Yeah. So definitely take her advice. Um, honestly, what about yours? Honestly, I just, you? you know, study technique was <laughs> the best part for me. I think that's so long ago. Basically was um, doing the note system, the note taking system. I did Cornell notes. Um, mm -hmm. I made sure that I, um, I had PowerPoints. I do the PowerPoints. And like I said, it, in other um, episodes is that it depends on how your school does things, mm -hmm. but also what is good to you. Um, and for me, it was writing notes, um, reading my notes over and over again, making sure it was stuck in my brain and quizzing myself, having other people quiz me. If I could explain it to somebody else, then I knew, I knew I understood it. Um, for example, today, um, which is a few days ago when you guys are listening to this, my dad got his <laughs> gallbladder removed. And uh, I scanned him and I, um, you know, I knew it was, well, I looked at it and I thought it was adenomyomatosis, but how do I know what adenomyomatosis is? It's because I was able to learn what that was, understand what it was and explain it to others. And so when I am able to explain that to people then I know, I know for sure. If I was to be asked the question about it, I would know how to answer it if it was on a test or something. Um, so yeah, just with techniques and studying, it's really per person and how each person does it, but find the best one that's the best for you. And ultimately, if you can explain it, you know it. Just like if you were to explain somebody about something that you're very passionate about, you know that inside and out. So try to make ultrasound or whatever class it is, math 126, if it's chemistry, be able to understand it and then teach it to somebody else. Teach it to your dog. If you have yes. kids, talk to your kids about it. They will learn that knowledge too. Mm -hmm. So that's what I found to be helpful. Yes. Yeah. And that's how you learn for long-term. Yeah. That's how you retain information. That's a very, very good advice and very easy to understand. Yeah. <laughs> and what it boils down to is you have to know yourself and how you study. Yeah. Like flashcards and note taking. Well, for me, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. And like <laughs> doing Quizlets doesn't really work for me either. Yeah, it doesn't work so, for me. But it works for a lot of other people. A mm -hmm. lot of people use Quizlet. Yes. So if that's for you, do it. Um, but for us personally, those were our successful ways of helping us get through school. So you can take those as well and then find what also fits you. And hopefully you study well and pass your tests and classes and registries. You guys can do it. Just believe in yourselves. We know there's those hard days where you're like, uh, we all know it. Like 
mm-hmm. I think I'm going to fail or I don't know it, you know, but truly we do know that we know a lot. Like mm-hmm. you've been studying and I believe, I believe in you guys. We believe in our, so just believe in ourselves. Cause it's always hard to believe in ourselves um, at the end of the day, but yeah. Thanks for all the questions, everybody. Hopefully you guys yes, have a good new you. year and uh, we're excited for what's to come. Lots of things to come in 2023. Yes. So many things. That means 50 something episodes, <laughs> 50 episodes for next year. Yeah. Um, we have a lot coming your way with this podcast. Hopefully the podcast will grow so that, you know, it can reach as many of those of you who are interested in this podcast. Cause we've gotten messages saying, Hey, I listened to your podcast. It's great. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening and watching. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Giselle's channel. There's so much information that she has on her channel that can be helpful to you. As well as whenever you have a chance, please don't forget to rate us on the podcast platforms as well as write reviews when you can. And we'll see you guys next year. Thank you very much. Talk to you guys in 2023. Yes, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye.